Hello and welcome back to After Whistle Sports. And uh, actually, we're going to be doing a uh, basketball podcast today. We haven't done one of these in a while. Yep, it's up and running. We're getting closer to conference play, getting out of the non-conference stuff. Um, I'm a little bit more reluctant to do these because Michigan's in a little bit of a cold streak here. But um, still, like, honestly, a lot of a lot of awesome things are going on. But let's just recap kind of the stuff that we we haven't uh, mentioned since our last podcast for basketball. Uh, Gonzaga had two um, just completely barn burner games. The first one they played at UCLA, beat them handedly. Um, they just played with such such great pace. Uh, Timmy was excellent in that game. Chet Holmgren was excellent in that game. And we saw some of the UCLA problems that I thought we were going to see, such as like the size down low being a really big problem. Um, UCLA took really – like they, their shot selection wasn't that good in my opinion. Um, oh, yeah. Juzang couldn't get anything going. Hakez was was basically taken out of taken out of the paint entirely because of Timmy and, and Holmgren as shot blockers. But anything you want to add on there? Oh yeah, I mean I thought it was a great learning experience. I think it, it's good that uh, I'm very glad we played him. And it broke down to the fact we didn't have Cody Ryan. Like we're a different team with him. Mick Cronin said it. Our shot selection was terrible. Gonzaga's defense was smothering. Uh, we UCLA's got a lot of work to do before tournament time for sure. But uh, it was a great game. So. Yep. Couple, uh, couple other, they, couple other things. Well, the second I kind of do the second Duke game. Yeah, please. sure. Second Duke game or second Gonzaga game. I mean, uh, they played Duke in a big one, one versus two matchup. Um, I was talking. I, I forgot who I said this to, but I said that Duke was gonna gonna be a much better matchup for Gonzaga than uh, UCLA, and that's because of course Duke got the best player in the country, um, Pilot Boncaro, who by the way doesn't even play that much because he has all these cramps. Okay, I didn't know this going in. But apparently what I read is that he has this cramping problem that because he sweats so much, he loses like seven pounds of water weight every game. What? And so they give him, they give him like this, uh, this liquid, like there's like doctors who did this at dude, they give him this liquid. Hopefully it's supposed to get rid of the cramps, but he didn't play like the entire second half of that Duke game because of the cramps. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. yeah no, get, but, him, get him a water bottle. All right. A couple other things that happened. Uh, Houston, who was looking very good, lost the game uh, to Wisconsin, you know, by two points. Uh, the Bahamas championship was just phenomenal. I watched a lot of these games, like a battle for Atlantis or whatever. UConn versus Auburn, double OT. I love UConn. Game of the year so far, easily. Um, it was so much fun to watch. Sonogo is, is, is I, very, very good. I mean, Fong is crazy good, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, UConn, uh, then turned around and lost to Michigan State. Uh, I mean, that's just gone. That's awesome. Uh, let's move on. Uh, some other stuff that went on. Um, Iowa State is playing really good basketball. And what I think both heck? of us this in the Big 12. Two and 22 last year. Yeah, we, we picked them pretty low in, in, in all of our stuff. So, uh, I think that last year. Well, I don't know, dude. I don't. Basketball is weird for the beginning. It's of the weird. They're six and zero. They beat Memphis. Uh, I mean, who was a top five yeah. team? Right? Memphis is going to be fine. They, they, they're going to be fine. They're going to figure it out. They've got great defense and talented yeah. guys. But okay, we, let's let's move on to our rankings. Wow. We'll address some of this other stuff in our rankings. So we're going to do our top ten power rankings as of today, which is the first of December. Um, I'll start my. Oh wait, I only rank nine teams. You'll start actually when I figure out my tenth team. <laughs> The 10th team I ranked is uh, a team that is very hot right now, not 
one expected maybe to be this good, but if you watched our SEC rankings, they definitely have some of the pieces led by uh, center Colin Castleton or the Florida 6-0 Florida Gators. Uh, and they just really haven't had trouble with uh, anybody. Their closest game was against Ohio State, who we've seen as a great team after they beat Duke last night. Uh, they they pretty much hammered everybody else. Uh, you know, they've got a big road game at Oklahoma tonight. Uh, should be fun. Uh, but the Gators have been playing very well. Yeah, in my 10th spot, I have Memphis actually here, and I know they lost the game, but this is still one of the more talented teams in the country with uh, freshman Imani Bates, who's been looking really, really good for such a young kid. Um, and also freshman Jalen Duran has been looking really good. If th- Those two will get going. Not not worried in the slightest about that loss. Um, some other guys that have kind of stepped up a little bit, um, for Memphis has been uh, Lester Quinones, Quinones, Quinones. I, I knew I was gonna have trouble with that, but yeah. let's just pretend I said that correctly. Um, no, but he's he's been really solid from three point range too, and it's just um, just a, a good guy to have that facilitates the offense a little bit. Uh, another guy who's who's been playing pretty well is DeAndre uh, um, Williams, yeah. who's his possible NBA aspirations. I think uh, there's some scouts over there that like him a lot. Just another big tough guy who can rebound the ball, can shoot the ball. So yeah, that's why I got Memphis at ten. Yeah, I, I like Memphis. Uh, they'll be they'll be fine. Uh, Williams, they, it's obviously a very young roster. They need a little bit of old, old guys to step up. He's one of them. Uh, at my ninth spot, I have Texas. Uh, I think it's a good team. They played some guys close. They've got uh, Andrew Jones coming off the bench. Uh, you know, to to be a, a side, you know, along with Marcus Carr, etc. Uh, he's a talented team. They're going to be a team with this team. Yeah, I'm, I'm at my number nine spot, and I've been high on them since the preseason. But it's USC. They haven't lost a game yet, and they've looked pretty good. They beat a, a really solid San Diego State team, actually, um, pretty handily uh, last week. They're just playing outstanding basketball. Their defense currently ranks number 12th in uh, Torvik rankings. Their offense is a little bit lower up in the 30s, but I think they're going to get that on track. Isaiah Mobley is a fantastic player. Uh, Boogie Ellis is one guy who I talked about a lot in the preseason rankings that I said was going to be the guy to bring him over the top. And he's just ran that offense to, perfe- to perfection off that ball screen action. Um, Drew Peterson, you know what he does. And he's just been doing everything, filling up the stat sheet. Uh, they haven't been challenged all that much. They have wins over Temple, uh, St. Joseph, San Diego State. But, again, San Diego State's a really a solid team, um, and they, they beat them pretty handily. So their first real test, I think, comes when they play uh, Oklahoma State in a little bit. And then they also play, again, that, that Pac-12 schedule. But they're going to be good, and I think they're going to be pretty highly ranked because their schedule's pr- pretty uh, favorable for the next couple of weeks. Um. You know, I'm switching this on the fly. At eight, I'm thinking Baylor. Um, they're they're good. I mean, they won the national championship last year. Uh, you, you've got them higher, so I'll let you talk about most of it. But you know, maybe Michigan State. Is good team, but maybe like a real Yep. Okay. At eight, I got Arizona. Arizona's undefeated so far. Has a big win over Michigan, uh, where they completely dominated that game. Their length is really the thing that stood out to me too. And 
I'd just like to shout out, give a shout out to us real quick because we had Arizona ranked super high in our Pac-12 yeah. rankings, and we basically said what's going on. Christian Coloco, seven foot one, outstanding rim protector. He was giving Hunter Dickinson and the uh, Michigan Wings a run for their money in the paint. Azulis Tubelis, another just outstanding player. I mean, off that ball screen action. Dalen Terry, we talked about some of these other guys who could maybe uh, get something going. He's been playing really well. Um, in terms of just adding that extra extra guy on the wing. Benedict Matherin, outstanding wing, NBA player. He's ready to go right now. Um, this is just a well-developed team. Tommy Lloyd's got them playing really good basketball. They run up-tempo, just like how we saw with Gonzaga. Um, and their defense is, is really uh, intense, too. So, as of now, Arizona's there for me. Yeah, I like Arizona for sure, too. Uh, in my seventh spot, I am going to take Kentucky. Uh, you know, they're well coached. They've got so much talent. You know, they're easy talented. You know, that game against Duke was like a little rough. We talked about it last week. Uh, but I still think this is a great team, and they have potential to be uh, a one seed. I mean, Oscar Tashibwe in seven games is averaging sixteen rebounds a game. It's crazy. That is absurd. I mean. Is some of that nobody else in the team is rebounding and averaging more than five rounds a game? Maybe. Is also a huge credit to him, 100%. Yep. At my seventh spot, I got, I got uh, not Arizona, I got Texas here. Um, again, this Texas team is talented. Uh, they're well coached, but, you know, they need some time to gel together. They got so much talent. Um, they had that loss to Gonzaga early in the year, but they're going to bounce back. You know, they have a big game coming up against Seton Hall. So I'm interested to see how they play there. But besides that Gonzaga game, I mean, they've been pretty dominant on both sides of the ball. One thing I think they could work on a little bit is some turnover problems, and I think their transition play is really what, what's holding them back as of now. Because um, so when I look across college basketball, all my top teams are excellent in transition, at least transition offense. So that's to me, that's the next step for Texas. Yeah. Uh, at my... Sixth spot, I have Villanova, who I just decided I should move up. Uh, you know, obviously they've got two losses, but those two losses are two two very good teams, and I believe both of them are in the road. Maybe one is in the road, maybe neutral. Uh, they drove over that team last year. Uh, they, they, I mean, Colin Gillespie, we knew it. He's going to be a contender for the National Player of the Year. Uh, but Justin Moore is the guy who really stepped up, averaging 16 a game, played really well. Also, Slater and Samuels are big guys. Um, you know, these guys, like, you don't know what they don't turn over the ball very much. Um, they've just been doing what they need to do and obviously came up short against some very talented teams. But I think this is one of the more complete teams in college basketball. And I think, you know, in, in March, experience is one of the, the biggest factors. I think, I think this team may have the capability to be a one. I agree. I, I think they need to work on a lot of things. Uh, at my sixth spot, I got UCLA. Uh, you're gonna probably going to talk about them a lot, right? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's UCLA, and you know what? Like, I'm not of the mindset that, like, they're, they can't get back up to what they were as, like, the number two or number one best team in the country, but – I just think that that game against Gonzaga kind of was a nice measuring stick to see how they match up as of now with the the top teams in the country. And they failed that test a little bit. Um, 
there's some glaring issues that I've been talking about for a while now. I mean, their size inside was really they're, 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 it was just tough. And you know, Timmy was getting too many easy baskets. Their transition defense. We talked about transition play being the difference in this stage of the season, but their transition play was awful. Like there, so many easy baskets, so many run out threes. Um, Mike Micron is gonna get that fixed though. Like th- that stuff. That's that's easy fixes. Their offense stagnated a little bit, and that's what we saw. Kind of when UCLA wasn't that dominant Final Four team in the tournament, we saw same type of UCLA play early in the year where. They had some some problems on offense. Their transition play needs some work, but this team's ultra talented. Um, Peyton Watson's only going to get better as the season goes on, so I'm I'm not worried about UCLA. I mean, real quick, uh, I'll talk about it too. But they were an 11 going to tournament. They barely did. So you, you got to understand like what their starting point is. But I'll I'll talk. Um, in my five spot, I've got Kansas. This is probably. Currently, my favorite non-UCLA basketball team. Uh, uh, yeah, I do. Except, yeah, there are a couple more. I don't know much more this. Auburn, but uh, Kansas, I mean, their games are just fun to watch. This team just does nothing but score. Uh, you know, up and down the roster, they just have dogs. I mean, oh, it starts with Okayabaji. O- 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 I mean, dude is averaging... 22 and a half a game. Might have taken national player of the year right now. Um, Christian Braun has been good as well, rebounding seven times a game at the bar. You know, Remy Martin still needs to get into such a figure out his scoring role like he had at Arizona State. Uh, and I mean, God, this team is talented. McCormick, Lightfoot, Wilson. Wilson hasn't even done anything. He's played three games and barely, I don't even think he was starting. And he was a cornerstone of last year's team. Uh, this is a final four quality team. Uh, obviously, they just lost to Ben Dayton on a buzzer beater uh, before hammering Tino's Iona. Uh, that Dayton game it was just like they just they just choked. Like it was a bad stretch of basketball, and honestly, it was it was kind of like a. I feel like once a year, Bill Self has like a. I'm gonna lose a game to prove a point, and like I think that was yeah. like Dayton just played so much tougher. Like Kent's just looked soft. To be fair. Uh, but this team will figure it out because they are ultra-talented. I agree with basically everything you're saying there. Uh, my next spot, number five, that's where I got Kansas. Um, not much I could add there. Uh, they'll get it going soon. Um, I'll just go into my number four then. I have Baylor here, and I know you're, you're a little bit lower on Baylor, but um, there's no reason for me to move them down at all. I mean, they're playing Baylor basketball. It's just different players. So they won the national championship last year. Their guard plays a little bit worse. But Kendall Brown, dude, Kendall Brown is instant offense. Kendall Brown is so good. Um, Just an incredible freshman. Matthew Mayer is playing good. That team's really good. And you know what? Until they show me that that they're capable of of, uh, basically not being a top five team, I'm not going to move them out. So I need to see something from them. Currently, they're sixth in offensive efficiency and 18th in defensive efficiency. It's pretty good. That's fair. That's fair. We'll see. Uh, you, you always hear about the college football playoff I don't know if they passed the ideas. Um, before I have to do the hot take, you know, definitely the competitive for the point after uh both at the ACL and Uh I, I don't know. 
they were a great team. They were good last year. I think I like Purdue a little better than you do, despite you having them ranked a little bit higher, actually. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's just like that ED is just so hard to deal with. What is it, 74? I mean, Jaden Ivey has been one of the best scoring guards, uh, you know, in the Big Ten and even in the country. Uh, really, the whole lineup. I mean, Stefanovic, Williams, Brandon Newman. Uh, and depth wise, this team is maybe a little not as deep as some of these other teams. I think some of these guys definitely need to look for turnovers. But they're 7 0. I mean, they beat Villanova, they beat North Carolina, they beat, uh, you know, they, they've won every game. You know, except maybe, you know, with, uh, a very quality game. I mean, until we see something else, this, I mean, and they kind of have a cupcake schedule. Like, they play a lot of big games, like, obviously. But yeah. they're well. That's not true. they. They beat Nova. They beat Nova. But FSU is their uh, as their ACC matchup. It should have been Duke. I mean, we could have saw one versus two last night. It should have been Duke. Duke. I mean, I guess Ohio State beat them anyway, but like, nah, it shouldn't be. Yeah, I'm gonna go three. Um, here's where I have Purdue. To me, and I, I've said I've been pretty vocal about Purdue so far this year. I think they're a really good team. I don't think that. I, okay, I think that the reason why they seem so good now is because they've reached basically what their potential, what their peak is. Like, we have a lot of these teams with a bunch of young players. Like, we don't know how it's going to fit, new coaches and stuff. And Purdue's just consistently Purdue. So, that, you made a face. You, you made a face. No, there, I was sorry. I saw something on Twitter. That, like, at the end of this, it's, it's unrelated. Let me just, like, punch somebody in the face during, like, the, like, lineups, like, after the game when they were, like, in, like, in a basketball game? Crazy. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Okay. Okay. That's a little bit off time. <laughs> Anyways, Purdue, yeah. No, I, I think Purdue's closer to, like, how they're going to play in March than basically every other team in the country. So that's why they're ranked really high. But yeah, Because they were all together last year. Yeah. Like, they're a good team. They're a very good team. Um, I would not, if I had to pick a national champion favorite right now, they would not, it would not be Purdue. That's all I'm going to say. Jack, what do you got yeah, in uh, yeah. your three seed, your th- number three team? And number three, I have UCLA. I mean, you know, they lost the, they lost to Gonzaga. Maybe I'm going to see how it's going to be. But the, we're a different team without Cody Riley. That's the, end of, that's the end of it. And, like, the last two weeks, we just have not had our center. Like, and you know how, like, big a center is for your team? It's everything. Uh, he's not playing tonight versus Colorado. You know, the game against Gonzaga was tough. We, but – it, it's it's a little bit similar to the you know Bill Self let him lose the game. Obviously, Nick Cronin was not trying to lose Gonzaga, but he's a great coach. He's a really good coach, and he's like we are just. I I think UCLA is the deepest team. Um, I don't know if you agree with that. Maybe Kansas is like the only one. Maybe like Kentucky. Those those couple, but I mean this team we have like. Guys who like never play who could start on a lot of these power five teams. It's awesome. Peyton Watson needs to figure it out. I mean, Duke cannot go play He'll 16 minutes without a point and had one assist. That's terrible. This guy was a consensus top 10 recruit. He'll no, figure he, it out. I really he'll, it, he'll get it going. He'll, I'm not worried I, I think about he's that. Very talented. I mean, undeniably, one of the biggest recruits we've had. I mean, he was a way better recruit than Juzang or Hackett. Um, yeah. All right. I'm going to go on. We got to hurry this up a little bit. I got a uh, number two. I got Gonzaga. Number one, I got Duke. Pretty interchangeable. They played each other. Duke won the first time. 
I think if they played each other again, Gonzaga would win. I think if they played each other a third time, Duke might win. Um, these two, to me, are the best teams um, in college basketball. In terms of transition play, which I love at this stage of the season, their game was back and forth and back and forth. And they have scoring from basically every position. They have shot blockers, which is also super important. Uh, Mark Mitchell for Duke is an outstanding shot blocker. Um, and then, of course, Chet Holmgren and, and Drew Chimmy for Gonzaga. But, again, these two are the best teams, in my opinion. They have the most talent. They came in probably as the favorites. And um, that's where they should be. Yeah, I'm with you. I got I got Duke at two and Gonzaga at one. Like, I know Duke and Gonzaga, but like I agree, go either way. I mean, these teams, these will be one seed. Period. These two teams will be one seed. Um, yeah, it, it, there's not there's not too much to say about it. It's still early. Whatever. You see, Duke. I don't know if either of these teams will lose another game. The rest of their schedule. Is nah, crazy. they're gonna lose another game. Maybe Gonzaga will basketball. Like BYU. I don't know if Duke's gonna lose a game. We'll see. Um, obviously there's injuries and et cetera, whatever, but, uh, I think, I think these two teams are a tier above everyone else. In my opinion, it's like Duke and Gonzaga, UCLA, Purdue, Kansas, Nova, Kentucky, Baylor. And then after that, I need to drop off, but just my opinion. Yep. Um, all right. That was the top 10 rankings here. We want to get some, a uh, little bit of upcoming game predictions. Cause then I got to go in a little bit. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's most of the. We're over like a lot of like the big non-conference stuff. So honestly, like, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the schedule. There isn't much like after this Big Ten ACC challenge. Like, how about this? How about this? We've seen some of the Big Ten uh, ACC challenge games. Give me, give me your prediction for the base, Big Ten ACC challenge. Like, who, who, who do you think the Big Ten currently leads by like four games? But there's a lot of games going on tonight. Let's hear the prediction right now. I think the Big Ten wins. I mean, I would say the Big Ten would win before. It's just like the ACC has one ranked team and the Big Ten has like four, and even the unranked teams. Like, I think Wisconsin and like, is Illinois still ranked? I don't even know. Who cares? But um, I just think I just think they're a better quality across the board. I did find one game that we definitely should uh, predict. Um, on the, this Saturday, which a lot of us will be caught up with basketball, uh, later, it'll be 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. We've got Gonzaga uh, hosting Alabama. Um, Gonzaga by 20. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see, probably. I don't think Bama has, has any big guys. I'll tell you what. That's going to be a fast-paced game. That's going to be like uh, up and down the I mean, but that's, that's the, the signature of both Gonzaga and Alabama's programs. Uh, but that should be a fun one to interrupt our college football, I think. Yeah. Okay, I think you know what we we've actually we're actually recording this. It is they probably aren't gonna be uploaded at the same time, but we're actually recording this right after the college football one. So we've been sitting in front of a computer for a while. But um, that is true. Everyone, again, enjoy all the basketball games going on. We got some good stuff. Um, and go blue. Yep, go Bruins. I'll be there tonight. Are you going? Is it in? No, it's in uh, North Carolina, and I'm currently sitting in my dorm in Michigan. So. <laughs> yeah, they're not flying me out there. Come on. Like, yeah, damn, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll see you in the next couple of weeks. All right. But, uh... Uh, see you all next week. Go Blue.